One of my favorite things to do at the end of the year is stop, reflect, and plan for next year. I love to dream, and this has not always been the case for me because for many years, dreaming felt futile, but today I want to invite you all to join me in a planning process for your health for 2021. Now is the time to look back on the year in 2020 and celebrate all the achievements that you made with your health, the small, the big, anything, and to look forward to next year and decide now what you hope the end of 2021 will bring for you and your health. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing some of the achievements I made this year in 2020 and share some of my hopes and dreams and what I am planning on for 2021. Are you guys ready? Let's get going. Welcome to the Better Belly Podcast, where we find freedom from food restrictions, we increase energy in our lives, and we begin to feel healthy and vibrant again by finding the root cause of our gut health problems. My name's Allison Jordan, marathon runner, functional medicine practitioner, certified craniosacral therapist, gut health nerd, lover of Jesus, and owner of the Better Belly Therapies, a clinic based in Ann Arbor, Michigan that works with both virtual and local clients to help them achieve the best health of their life. I am here to walk with you on your journey to a better belly and a better life. We're going to go beyond popping a probiotic and checking out our poop. In this show, we are going to go deep into gut transformation strategies that last for life. If you're ready to feel your best, get ready to roll. You are in the right place. Thank you for listening to the Better Belly Podcast. Just a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make changes. I wanted to start today's episode with some quotes because there are some seriously good quotes out there on planning. To start us off, I have a quote from Confucius. A man who does not plan long ahead will find trouble at his door. I also found a good one by Benjamin Franklin that you guys might have heard before. By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. And another favorite quote of mine, always plan ahead. It wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. I found some other quotes that I hadn't heard of by ladies, and I was quite pleased by them. Eleanor Roosevelt, who is a boss, said, it takes as much energy to wish as it does to plan suggesting that we don't want to just wish we get better or wish something happens. We also want to take and put energy into planning for it to happen. And then lastly, another quote by a woman I didn't know of. She's a journalist and an activist. She was featured on Forbes. Her name is Gloria Steinman. And she kind of speaks to what I open this episode up with, the concept of dreaming for the future. She says, without leaps of imagination or dreaming, we lose the excitement of possibilities. Dreaming, after all, is a form of planning. 
I hope that you guys are encouraged by these quotes already that we want to prepare for our future so we can see the types of things we want. Whether that's buying a house, you know you need to be setting aside certain amounts of savings every month to have maybe your 20% deposit down, or maybe you plan for certain changes in your business, certain changes in your career where you know that you need to get certain trainings or you need to do certain projects so that you can have promotions and increase your salary. Everything we do needs a plan, and that includes our health. And I know so many times, honestly, one of the biggest things that people put out for starting a new year and their plan for January 1st and New Year resolution has to do with their health. And yet so many people we also know lose those dreams. And so what I wanted to walk you guys through today in is what I've done for the past four years to help myself plan and execute my dreams for a coming year. So the step one, you can guys can start it now, grab a piece of paper, pull out your phone, wherever you like to take notes and write down information. Step one is writing down all of your achievements in 2020. Anything you're proud of, choices you made, even if you didn't hit a certain goal, if you strove towards a goal, if you made consistent decisions that impacted your health in a positive way, write down all of those as your achievements. I often, do this for everything in my life. When I come to the end of the year, I will create this huge list. I'll go month by month, January, February. I'll even pull up my calendar to use that as as just clues and reminders to try and jog my memory of all the things that I did. And I'll write down achievements I made in my business, relational leaps I made, things I did for my education, maybe books I read, courses I took, investments I made. I'll write stuff down for my health, which we're talking about today. I'll write stuff down for finances. Maybe savings I made, debt I paid off, anything that I am proud of for that year, I start off with all the amazing things I did. And I will tell you, ladies, every year that I've done this, it has been incredible. The number of things that I've seen, I'm always surprised. I'm always surprised, like, holy cats, how did I do that many things this year? Because, you know, every day might feel like a slog or you only see what you were or weren't able to do one day. You only see perhaps ways that you failed in a single day, but there is a huge cumulative effect. And so I always want to start off before I plan my next year, before I dream for my next year, before I think about next year, think about this year. It's so encouraging and really starts to open up my mind of what are the possibilities of things I can do next year and how can I encourage myself and things that happened this year. As you guys write this down, in your, whatever you're writing down with, I wanted to share with you some of the things that I experienced in 2020. I'm just gonna be sharing some of my health-related achievements. And as I'm saying them, I hope that maybe your memory for some of the things that you might have gone through or done. So number one, I trained for an Olympic triathlon. I, under that, I wrote sub bullet points, which I swam the longest I ever swam, which was one mile. I swam in open water, which was absolutely terrifying, you guys. Definitely my 30-minute drive up to the lake where I swam was one big fest of me telling my husband, like, don't let me back out, don't let me back out. (laughs) I exercised for five hours straight with this Olympic triathlon. I invested a lot of money in equipment, and that was something I was very proud of. And then I brought friends along, which was also super fun. Prior to, I guess prior to last year, I had never done any major health achievement, like athletic 
feet with anybody else who was alongside me for most of the time. And so this year was the first year that I really felt like I had my husband and we had one of his friends and we did a triathlon together. And it was really cool how each of us was able to bring different pieces of information like, oh, I researched this, or I found that, or just work together to lighten the load of all the planning it takes, like finding your route. And there's a lot of planning in triathlons, guys. So also another big health achievement, I invested in a functional medicine education during a pandemic. And while that is as much related to my business, it is also related to my health because with the knowledge that I found in that program, let me tell you guys, I had never found this information anywhere else. I am so frustrated that no blog, no amount of reading books, no amount of doctor visits for sure gave me the information that I found in this program. It was stuff that I was familiar with, but then didn't know maybe what to do with or didn't know the next steps. It was totally, totally revolutionized my ability to think about my own health, let alone other people. So I use that knowledge, number three for me, is I use that knowledge to get rid of a parasite in my body. Uh, If you want to listen more to that, check out the link in the show notes. Episode 18, I have a parasite, an update on that, and it will go over everything I did to find the parasite, kill the parasite, um, how that changed my health, where I think I got the parasite. Totally, guys. It was very, very worth it. If you have IBS, this is the most common parasite to have in conjunction with IBS in multiple countries. It is totally worth it and something that you might want to consider if you have not been able to gain certain levels of health in your health, no matter what you do. Super interesting. Number four, I went off of hormonal birth control. Prior to that, I had been on birth control partly because I was really afraid of my body. I had gotten married, didn't want to give birth, and I had irregular periods. I didn't know how fertile I was, and I felt like I just had no control over my hormones. Well, after killing the parasite and guys, having a parasite, a pathogen, anything that's causing inflammation in the body, having gut health dysfunction, there is a high, high correlation with having hormone imbalance. And so for women, you can have estrogen dominance, really painful periods, maybe irregular periods, really long periods, really light periods. Any of these problems are often linked and have a correlating condition of gut health dysfunction going on because of how our gut breaks down proteins and gives us the amino acids we need to make hormones. It gives us nutrients we need to balance out our body, and it helps our liver function at top notch, which is also related to having good hormone health. So I killed the parasite, suddenly was like, you know, maybe I should try going off this this pill. Let's see if my period comes back, because if you guys have been listening for a while, I haven't had a regular period, and I would even went through several almost full years without having a period at all because of how sick I was, and doctors couldn't do anything about it. They tried to give me prescriptions to start up my period again, and even those prescriptions failed to talk to my body in the way they needed to. Of course, that was very confusing to me in 2015. Now it is not confusing at all. It is exactly what I would expect, unfortunately. But there is a way to get off of the painful period cycle, the needing birth control to control periods, whether it's too heavy flow, too light of a flow, an irregular flow, acne, um, migraines, all these different things that are connected with hormone imbalance, those can be dealt with. And I went off of hormonal birth control, didn't know it was going to happen. 
and didn't know what my periods would be like. And I got my period back. It was amazing. There was one month where it was still like kind of weak and wonky. I went and got acupuncture. I was taking some supplements to help support my my body to have hormone balance. I had already worked on making my liver decongested and healing my adrenal glands and killing the parasite and healing my mucosal barrier lining of my gut so I didn't have leaky gut. I had already worked on a lot of systemic inflammation and all these different things and just got a little bit of acupuncture, added in one supplement called Chase Tree to my supplement regimen. And I started having a regular even flow every 28 days. I was tracking my basal body temperature. I was able to do the fertility awareness method or FAM. Some people also call it natural family planning and was able to stay not pregnant, was able to have healthy period, was able to have the benefits of not being on a pill, better energy, better mood, better skin. Um, And also, just so you guys know, especially with the pill, um, with hormonal birth control through the pill, there's a really large correlation with the pill and gut health dysfunction. There's just a lot of extra IBS that comes up and so knew that my gut health could also probably benefit from not being on the pill. And then lastly, um, this is number six for my health achievements in 2020. I got pregnant. Oh, yes, guys, this was planned. I wanted to get pregnant. I am now announcing to you on this podcast that I am pregnant. And I knew that before I ever got pregnant, I wanted to have better microbiome, a better health, stronger. I did not want to get pregnant and already be feeling sick and then feel even more sick because I was feeding another life form in my body. I also knew I wanted to decrease the chances that whoever I birth won't have the same health problems that I do by decreasing the number of problems I had in my body currently. If I have a parasite, that will affect how my fetus grows, the nutrients it has. It also affects the microbiome that my fetus will inherit because my microbiome is different if I have a parasite, if I have anything in my body. So I finally got all the testing. I figured out what was and wasn't actually going on in my body. I healed it, was feeling really, really strong, got my period back, And around that time, started talking with my husband and saying, I think I want to get pregnant. So that was not necessarily the goal when I started 2020, but it became a door I could walk through with relative ease to because I had been working on my health. Really, I am so grateful, guys, and just knowing that there are so many women who go through so many years, months, where they can't get pregnant because they have other things going on in their body. And because of all the work that I'd been doing, I believe that that is the only reason I was able to get pregnant so quickly and just be able to decide that. So this is a reasonable amount of things to celebrate in one year for your health. I broke it all up into six points total and realizing that that was it. Like I layered on things I had done in former years. I wanted to share with you guys what I did in 2019, 2018, 2017, so you guys can get a feel for what it looks like to layer things on. There are things I didn't mention in 2020 because I already laid those foundations in previous years. And keep writing. If, if you're listening and you're you're thinking about, you're looking through your calendar, I'm a multitasker. I love listening to podcasts and doing something while I'm listening to it. Keep writing down. If you had a major athletic feat that you forgot about, a half marathon, a 5K, a bike race, if you invested in equipment, maybe if you um, got up to a certain weight level, like you're able to 
lift five pounds, 10 pounds, 25 pounds um, in free weights, whatever that is. If you're able to do it a, a full chin up without support or without help, that is a win. So definitely write down anything that comes to mind. If, if you're able to do the splits this year, if that's new, if you've been working on your flexibility, doing certain yoga poses, all of those count, guys. So very, very exciting. So I'm going to read to you guys some of the things that I found were my main health wins in the past three years prior to 2020. I definitely didn't grab all of them, but I wanted to just share with you what it sounds like to layer. So in 2019, some of my successes were I had enough energy to plan a wedding, run my business, lead a group of 14 people to Japan for a two-week missions trip, which I also planned, and then run a half marathon with my then fiance. That was an incredible time and energy was the key component to being able to do all of that. I had premarital counseling going on. I had all sorts of changes in my business. I was definitely being pressed for pretty much everything. And so energy was real key. And when I look back on 2019, that is what I'm most proud of, that I had the energy I needed to get these things done. I had the mental health, I had the sleep health. um, And 2019, in many ways, was another year where I was able to achieve certain things because of my health. 2018 looks very different, though. In 2018, I listened to a podcast every day. That was part of my mental health routine. I wanted to get out the negative recorder and the negative tape recorder in my mind and put in somebody else's positive voice. I listened to so many different podcasts that were positive, encouraging, that talked about declarations and mindset and imposter syndrome. And I listened to audiobooks like The Big Leap by Kay Hendricks. I listened to anything and everything that I could to get a different voice in my head. So I had better mental health. I also made declarations that I declared every day. I don't know if you guys have heard me yet talk about this on the podcast, but mindset is everything. It is so much about what we believe is possible. And so I started making declarations about like, I'm a healthy woman. I am desirable. I wasn't dating at all. Some of my declarations from that year was I am an incredible wife. Not to say I was already married, but that was my, like whoever married me, I was going to be an incredible wife to them. And so I was working on beliefs I had about myself and really helped maintain my energy and my momentum that year as I also started my business in 2018. In 2018, some of the other achievements and things I'm proud of is I continued to get body work to balance out my peristalsis. You guys have heard me talk about peristalsis. If you haven't, go to episode five. I talk about craniosacral therapy and visceral manipulation, uh, the two treatments for IBS you probably have never heard of. And if you don't know what peristalsis is, go to that episode, listen to it, listen to how important it is in maintaining a balanced microbiome. In some ways, it is more important than a probiotic, significantly more important than a probiotic because peristalsis is like taking out the trash for your gut. If you are not taking out the trash, it will stink. No matter what lovely leaves and vegetables you put in there, it will completely stink if you don't take it out. So you can listen to episode five if you don't know what I'm talking about, but I got body work, I got craniosacral therapy and visceral manipulation to continue to balance out my peristalsis in my gut. I researched my butt off to find a good chiropractor and I fixed a long-term knee problem I had and a new neck problem I was having, which both stemmed from my hips. Guess what? 
So I got that chiropractor and suddenly I was able to run more than two miles, which was incredible and definitely tear worthy for me. I totally missed running. And in 2018, after that chiropractor, I trained and then ran my first full marathon ever. That was a huge win. And you can see the the connection of finding a good health practitioner who knows what they're doing, who can find what your root problem is. This chiropractor was definitely unlike the average chiropractor. He didn't just crack you and kick you out. He gave me exercises to strengthen and stretch my muscles because muscles hold bones in place, guys. Finding someone who can teach you what is actually going on, not just someone who does something kind of mediocre, what you pay is what you get. And he was definitely more expensive. He didn't take insurance, but I got what I paid for and it has changed my life to the point where I did my Olympic triathlon. I have run full marathons, half marathons. I've been able to train the way I wanted to train because I paid someone one time and I don't have to see him every week. I see him twice a year now. And just for a little support, just maintenance, not because I'm in pain, because he gave me really good quality stuff. So I found a really good practitioner. I started my business. I consider that a health feat because let me tell you, starting a business takes health. And at Thanksgiving, I was able to eat apple pie. Guys, big deal. If you're on the low FODMAP, you can't have apples, you can't have garlic, you can't have onion. And 2018 was the first year I was able to actually reintroduce low FODMAP foods, or I guess you could say high FODMAP foods into my diet and not have negative consequences. Literally no negative consequences because I was actually healing my gut. I was able to have onions that year, garlic, broccoli, sweet potato, almonds. I really missed almonds, but that apple pie at Thanksgiving was really big and important to me. It was gluten-free, but the apples were real. (laughs) And then in 2017, I want you guys to hear how different 2017 sounds like, but how it all layers. Mainly, and it was mainly towards the end of 2017, I saw a GI doc, a gastroenterologist. I saw a nutritionist who reinforced low FODMAP diet I was already doing, which literally was no help. So the first two, I wrote them down as achievements, not because they changed a ton, but because I was taking steps towards finding my answer. And I saw a pelvic floor therapist. Now, this was big. My GI doc referred me to a pelvic floor therapist, and she was the person who made the change. If you haven't heard that story, listen to episode two of the podcast on why the low FODMAP diet won't heal your gut. You could also listen to episode one. And that is my story on my health. And it was the pelvic floor therapist not doing pelvic floor therapy, but getting craniosacral therapy and visceral manipulation, which not every pelvic floor therapist does. But what she did when I got that totally changed everything. That was like the end, the the tail end of 2017. Uh, She taught me how to do visceral stretching. Really, really helpful. And I started sleeping through the night. Those those were it. I didn't have a lot to show from it other than the fact that I think I was pooping more frequently. I slept through the night. I was just, just starting to feel better. Just, just, just starting to feel better. Um, I wasn't able to work out at that time. Just a note, guys, my knees hurt. I was fatigued. I I mean, I had no period. I had really horrible skin. Like I looked bloated and swollen all the time. Things were really, really bad, guys. But in 2017, those were my wins. So think about that. If you listen to it, it all sounds so quick. Like, oh, at one point in time, I couldn't sleep the night and then I did. And I got some craniosacral therapy and I did some visceral stretching and my belly started to feel better. Well, by the end of 2018, I was actually able to eat certain foods. Realize this took 
a long time to do. And then I was able to run more than two miles because I saw a chiropractor and I listened to a podcast every day. And then I was finally strong enough two years later after that, after 2017, I was able to have the energy to plan a wedding and lead a trip to Japan and run a business. And then this year, you know, huge difference, triathlon, functional medicine, getting off the pill, having my period back, being pregnant, (laughs) just incredible, incredible things. So as you're listening to this, just know every year builds on itself. Like, what did you do this year? You made a win. You get to keep those wins. And now we think about what will your next year have in store? If you need to pause this episode and finish out your achievements for 2020, feel free to include mental health wins like counselors, books, sharing an old wounds with a friend, maybe support group wins, diet choice wins, exercise wins, hiring a health professional, being consistent in a health program, hitting a diet expansion goal, because I'm all about diet expansion, y'all, hitting energy goals like sleep quality, waking up with energy. Once you're done with that, next, I want you to imagine what you want next. So around this time of year, my husband and I start to talk. It's like December, so it's end of year. We start to talk about what major athletic feat we want to strive for. So it was this time last year that we decided we wanted to do a triathlon. We started saving for it because let me tell you, those triathlon suits are expensive. And we even planned out how we would use things like Christmas work bonuses for buying things like our tickets and our equipment. Specifically use my husband's work bonus to buy my husband a new bike. And we started planning that the race was going to be like August 1st, August 2nd. And we started planning for it in December of 2019. So planning now will make you successful for next year. It helps you save up. Um, When we plan for our triathlon, we also bought our triathlon tickets in December to keep us accountable and to make us look forward to something and to help us know, well, if we're, if we're going to have a race in August 1st, when do we need to start training on our, when do our long runs need to be? When do our long bike rides need to be? When do we need to start compiling swimming and biking and running? And we planned out all of our weekends and all of our, our weekly trainings based off of that one date and that one goal. So what changes do you want to see in your life I am giving you permission to dream, permission to dream granted, because underneath all of your accomplishments for this year, what do you want next? What do you want to see next? The following achievements, and I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys some things to think about as you're processing like, oh gosh, I can pick anything. Like, what would I pick? Maybe that's really obvious to you. We knew, and that we've been in a pattern of like, this is what I want next. And, and I knew I wanted to get my, my period back. I wanted to make improvements to my health. I wanted to um, do the next thing. I wanted to do a triathlon. That was obvious, but maybe you're in a stage where you don't know what's possible. So I wanted to share with you guys some achievements that women have gotten from working with me. All of these achievements are something somebody else has gotten from working with me. So they are all entirely possible. They are not just dreams you're writing down and like, well, sure, that won't happen. But I really want you to know whatever you write down, it is possible. I've had women have better skin, better energy, I have women who got rid of their 2 p.m. nap. I have women who've got stopped getting hangry, you know, angry from being hungry. Yes, you can end that. That's usually a blood sugar problem. Sometimes it's cortisol, but cortisol also impacts blood sugar. So there you go. 
I have had women end their cravings, uh, specifically sugar cravings, also some salt cravings. You can end that. Cravings are not a willpower problem. They are usually a microbiome problem and sometimes an inflammation problem, and the two are interconnected. Do you want to hire a professional to help you? That's another achievement. Do you want to get to the root of chronic joint and muscle pain? I have helped women get to the root of chronic pain in their body. I've had women sleep through the night. Oh, that's a huge one. I love it. If you are not sleeping through the night, please talk to me. I would love to help you look at what are the root causes for that. That can totally be dealt with. Do you want to have more energy, maybe specifically in the morning? Do you want to get your period back like me? I have seen women do that. I've done it myself. I've had other women have that happen. Do you want to end your seasonal allergies? Yes, you can get rid of that. We have an episode coming up also um, in January where we're going to be having a allergy and histamine expert on the show. It's going to be incredible. So look forward to that. But yes, seasonal allergies are a choice. You do not have to live with them. Do you want to stop having painful periods? That is something I've seen women in my practice end. Painful periods are common, but they are not normal and you do not have to live with them. Do you want to have no more bloating, no more swelling. Do you want a sleeker looking face? And let me tell you, if your face doesn't look sleek, it might not be fat. And I have had multiple, multiple women feel that their bodies look sleeker and more toned, even without exercising more or changing their diet. And that is because they've reduced swelling and inflammation in the body. I've had women increase their running pace, literally not by running more or doing anything, but they literally had a faster running pace just from being healthier, just from the energy they got from being healthier. I've had women have increased energy to exercise where before all they could do was um, they couldn't even walk on a treadmill. They were walking on an elliptical to support them. And now they're able to do full Pilates workouts. Incredible. Um, I've had women double the quantity of food they're able to eat, the quantity. So if you're having problems with eating enough food because you're having struggling with quick feelings of fullness, you do not have to live with that. And then I've had women be able to half the amount of prescriptions they're taking, either quantity um, as in like number of them or like quantity as in the intensity of the prescription um, of medications for thyroid, for acid reflux, um, those two in particular. So if you are interested in being able to naturally get your body healthier and be relying on fewer prescriptions, that is a huge, huge thing. So what do you want? Or maybe if you are struggling of thinking of it, what has been the biggest pain for you in 2020? Or maybe the biggest discouragement. Maybe it's depression, which can be linked to gut health. It can be linked to being unable to break down proteins, which you can help and not be able to get the amino acids you need from proteins. Um, food restrictions, are has that been a discouragement? Weight gain, um, maybe feeling like you don't have enough willpower to get healthy. And let me tell you, willpower is not the problem. If that is what you feel like your problem is, please reach out to me. I would love, love, love to work with you and help you know that you can get better and you literally don't need any more willpower. You are enough. Maybe a discouragement has been not knowing what to do next or how to fix what's going on. Maybe it's been having doctors tell you that you look normal, your labs look normal, but you don't feel normal. Or maybe having doctors say they can't do anything more for you or they don't know what to do. You only need to pick one thing, maybe two at most. Um, just sit, pause, imagine next year. Imagine what it could be. Really like so 
so beautiful, so different. Imagine having more energy for your family, for your husband, for your children, for your roommates, the people you care about the most. Imagine having more energy for your passion projects, for doing a a home renovation project. What is your health holding you back from? Is it holding you back from running two miles? My health held me back from that. I want to share with you now (laughs) my goal. I I have one major goal for 2021, and it is that I want to have the healthiest and what came to mind is the word most swarthy. I know swarthy actually means dark colored, but it also can refer to like weather beaten, something that has like just survived the elements. I want to have the most swarthy pregnancy ever. I want to kick this pregnancy's ass. That is true. (laughs) I'm going to do whatever I need to, vitamins, acupuncture, classes, getting a doula, a midwife. I really want an in-home birth if possible. As long as I'm not high risk, that sounds like a very good opportunity for me. And I do not want to do what I did for 26 years of my life and just do what doctors say to do. I want to invite other professionals in my life to help me give birth. I especially want to do research and or hire someone to help me with the mechanics of giving birth because your hips are really interesting and laying on your back is not necessarily the best position to give birth in. So I particularly love information that there's a someone who I follow on Instagram. Her handle is Mama, S-T-E, Fit. Uh, Her name's Gina Conley. She has incredible information on opening the hips to give birth. Pure gold. I've been following her and drooling over her information for a long time. It hasn't been quite relevant, but now I'm pregnant, so it will be. I'm going to dedicate time and the money needed to get that information because I'm planning on having at least one other kid. Anything that I pour into investment in my body for this pregnancy will not only affect my next pregnancy and set me up even more so for that, it's also going to set me up so that hopefully I have an easier recovery on the other side. I really want to be able to recover in a elegant, as quick as possible way, not forcing myself, but just setting myself up as much as possible to get healthy and knowing that really what doctors give you on the front and back end is rarely enough. It is rarely enough. The pelvic floor therapy, you should be getting a checkup after you give birth, no matter what. And in other countries, in most European countries, for example, you get pelvic floor therapy evaluation after you give birth, no matter what. That does not happen as much in the US. If you are interested in more of that conversation, I had a conversation on our podcast. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes. I talked with Dr. Nidhi Sharma in in episode seven about pelvic floor and is your pelvic floor affecting your health? We talked and got a little bit more into pelvic floor therapy and good ways to what to do when you're pregnant and how to use it after you've given birth, but that will be episode seven and we'll link it in the show notes. And another goal I have for pregnancy is that I want to take my baby to a craniosacral therapist who specializes in seeing infants because being born is traumatic. It's a lot to squeeze yourself through. And (laughs) I've always known that I want to get my baby evaluated, even if he or she doesn't have problems immediately, like whether that's latching or, you know, headaches or just misshapenness of the head. Those are common reasons to see a craniosacral therapist for infants. But just because that's a lot of pressure on the head, I really want to minimize anything that could go wrong, both short term and long term for the rest of their life. 
So that will be it for my athletic adventure. We will not be doing any triathlons or marathons. That will be my one marathon I'll be doing. My husband may need to find something else in 2021. I think he wants to do a bike race, like a longer one, like 100 miles or something. But I will be giving birth and surviving that. But what I really want to do is try and run through my pregnancy as awesomely as possible if my body will let me. And I want to be serving y'all up until the last minute when I give birth. That That's a goal. Don't know if it'll happen, but I want to be able to say, like, I can still see clients. I can still do coaching. I can still be helping you even as I am preparing to give birth because my body is in good enough shape that I have the energy that I need to be serving y'all up until the last moment. So what I'm envisioning, and as I was writing this, I loved this. I got really excited, actually. So this is a great thing for me to write down and continue to remember. I want to be able to come back. Maybe it's December 2020. Maybe it's November. But I want to be able to come back in about a year, share a podcast episode this time next year and say, I hit my goal. I have my three-month-old baby or two-month-old baby. I spent time recovering and enjoying my fourth trimester. I served y'all until the last moment. I was a boss. I'm ready for my next health adventure. So if you want to share what your goal is for December 31st or for the new year, please go to betterbellytherapies.com slash goals. The link will be in the show notes. And we would love, love, love to hear what your goal is so we can share it with each other and celebrate. It will be completely anonymous. But just so when you turn on this podcast and you start listening to it, you can hear what other women around the world are wanting from their 2021. And just so you guys know, 2021, you can have just as many amazing things happen in 2021, COVID or not. COVID is no reason that you cannot have an amazing year of health. And it's in some ways, it is the perfect reason to have an amazing year of health. So if you want any help in your health journey this year, next year, now is a perfect time to be working on that and investing that. I would love to support you on your journey. There are several ways that we can work together. One, we have a health assessment and this is the quickest way and the shortest way to be working with me. We spend one hour together and I review your health history and you walk away with my top recommendations of things you can look into next and do next for your health. I put together different patterns that I'm seeing in health, different health history points that many times doctors in their 10 minutes of meeting with you and just looking at your blood pressure and your heart rate, like cannot deduct. And so we get to spend a really good chunk of time with information. If you have any recent labs that you've had, blood work, anything that you want me to review, we can look at those and see how they feed into your health history. I also have a customized health plan, which is the next level up where you can stop guessing about what you need to end your cravings or to get your energy where you want it to be or to heal your gut. And you get labs that have information that are what you need to figure out what is going on. We decide on the best labs for you together and we order them to your door for you to do at home. We use labs that most doctors don't order. I have never had a doctor who is willing to order these labs for any of my clients. And so with the information we find, we find incredible things that gives you actually actionable things. I create a six-month health plan for you to follow, and you get to go and do that and execute it and get your health. And then lastly, we have six months of coaching where we do the customized health plan, we get your lab tests, we get the six-month 
health plan in place and I tell you what it is, but then we do it together. We meet twice a month for six months and we walk the talk. We go through any problems you hit up on, any questions you have, strategizing to how to implement things or also working your exit plan, which you're also given, but how to reduce any of the limitations that you put on your body to go through your healing process so you can ultimately live a more freer, more energetic life. If you are interested in any of these, I would love to talk with you. I have a free 30-minute consultation where we find out if we'd be a good fit and discuss what the best option would be for you to work with me. The link is in the show notes. If you want to set up that consultation, I would love to talk with you. You can just get onto my scheduler and we can talk as soon as I have availability. And Lastly, I want to remind you all that we have an ongoing submit a question to Allison invitation where you can submit a question for a podcast episode that we are going to be hosting called hashtag ask Allison. You can submit a question about yourself, about somebody else. If you go to betterbellytherapies.com slash askallison, and we will be sharing those questions just with first names, otherwise pretty anonymously, and I will be answering them live on the podcast. We will be airing that in January, and we will be also hosting Ask Allison podcast episodes every quarter, at least once, maybe twice. So if we get lots of questions and we, we don't have enough time to answer them all, we will be continuing to answer them in episodes to come. So if you have a question, I would love to answer it. Just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash askallison or click the link in the show notes. Well, guys, I hope you are jazzed for your 2021. I know I am. So thank you so much for taking your time with me today to think about your future, to celebrate and revel in what you accomplished in 2021, COVID and all. And if you love this episode, I would love, love, love if you would leave us a rating and review. It is so helpful to other listeners when they see that other people are enjoying this podcast. It helps other people find this podcast and gain access to the amazing content in it. Also, if you listen to this episode and you thought of a friend, I would strongly encourage you and I would so appreciate if you would take a screenshot of this episode and just text it to that friend. I cannot count how many times when I tell someone I'm a gut health therapist that someone says, oh, I know someone who needs you. So send that friend a love note to their gut and do us a favor and pass this podcast along to them. Other ways you can stay in the conversation is by following us on Instagram and Facebook. Our handle is at Better Belly Therapies. We love connecting with our listeners and it means so much if you drop by and said hi. And last but not least, remember our favorite quote, miracles are immediate. We always love them. We always want them, but we expect healing to take time. And that is a okay. Have a great day, guys.